What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And today we'll be previewing the Bulls game tonight against the Los Angeles Clippers and how they can correct some things that they got wrong in the last game. And overall, just how the Bulls are going to deal with having Vooch out. We'll talk about that all and more right after this. All right, so the first thing that I want to start this video off with and it's real. I don't saw it in a lot of the comments. And again, I'm a part of Bulls forums and and Facebook groups. And the thing that people think that Vooch's absence, just because he wasn't scoring effectively, isn't really the hindrance. I don't understand how you guys can come up to that. Like I, I, I get it to a degree, right? Yes, I'm saying not saying Vooch was having a, a huge impact scoring wise, but like I kind of said in that last video, and what in something that it may not be as big of a focus in this game. Um, against the Clippers are a big of a of an issue, but Tony Bradley's inability to score, right? And this is not to take away from the things that he does great, but him not being a scoring threat, especially not a shooting threat, absolutely changes the way that the Bulls are, are being defended. I don't care if Lonzo Ball is doing more ball handling. I don't care who the Bulls are playing through. The fact of the matter is, if you go back and look specifically in that first and second quarter of that Bulls game, there were times where Tony Bradley had shots absolutely just didn't go down or he didn't have the ability to do or he he also fumbled some pass now the bulls had a turnover problem overall in that game but just that and not even just the scoring aspect right let's take the scoring aspect because i know a lot of a lot of people are down on vooch's um scoring so far this season rightfully so but tony bradley also isn't the playmaker or passer that vooch is so that takes away two very big components to having such a fluid offense like the bulls have had and like i said it also makes it easier as a point of attack for defensives to, to focus in, if you can cheat off of any player on the team, right? Because whether they're they're currently knocking down their shots or not. And the, and the thing with this is that people have overblown how teams have to defend. Nobody, no team has just left Vooch wide open, even with this slump to just say, all right, well, we don't have to guard Vooch. With Tony Bradley, they have that chance to, they do have that, that gamble that they can play with that. You, that doesn't exist when Vooch is out there. And that's something that I think some Bulls fans are missing overall in how Vooch being out changes the Bulls offense as a whole. When you have somebody out there who is not, and this is, again, this is not me faulting because what Tony Bradley does good, he does extremely well. And what he brings to this team is absolutely needed. And like I said, in some in some games, it's not going to be as big of an issue. But that being said, it absolutely changes the, the, the way that the Bulls are are defended. I just wanted to start that off because I that's just running rampant and you know, as someone who like really analyzes, I, I just don't understand that concept of uh, that some people have that that because Vooch was having a slump, that that means that he wasn't still helping the Bulls offense in different ways. And that's why basketball is more than a game of box scores. Basketball is more than a game of what you just see um, at the end of the game, or even shooting percentages, especially when you like I said, you have somebody who's a threat. Guess what? Is that if Zach Levine misses 23s from here to the next four games teams are not gonna all of a sudden say when zach levine's out there oh he's not a three-point threat we're just not going to guard him maybe if that goes on for a whole season or whatever but at this point nobody was doing that and nobody was doing that to vooch yet either that's just again that's a tangent that i had to get on that i wanted to talk about the bulls upcoming game against the against the clippers though it's really all Paul George, and this is not to take away from what the, the wins that the Clippers have been able to have. They're eight and four, just like us. But Paul George leads the Clippers in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. One person, right, does all of those things. And so 
again with this one, if you can frustrate Paul George, and I, again, this isn't about stopping. I would, I'm for anyone who's new to this, I'm not somebody who ever says you got to stop a player. You have to make them not score as efficiently. They're probably still going to get their numbers, especially when they're as big of a focus uh, as as Paul George is on the, on this Clippers team. Now, that's not to say that if you don't play defense around him well, that other players can't make can't make you pay or whatever. Um, no, but the Bulls are going to have to play solid defense all throughout, right? But if they can frustrate and get Paul George off his game, this game becomes a lot easier for the Chicago Bulls. Now, what what are the Bulls' key, key success? What are they going to have to do to get to that point? They're going to have to cut down on the turnovers. They can't have the turnovers that they did in, in, in last game. They just can't. That's against any team, though, right? That's not exclusive to the Clippers. They're going to have to rebound very well. They're going to have to be active, as they have been in most games, is active defensively. Um, and they're going to have to work to their strengths. Now, some of the conversation that's been had now is, is you know, isolation ball. And how, how much of a success is that going to be for the Bulls as this season goes on? You know, I think the Bulls at their best aren't just an isolation team. Yes, they have moments where DeMar isolates. They have moments where Zach Levine isolates, absolutely. But being that being said, that they're very free-flowing with the ball team. Um, and really, it's just getting to the open person, especially when they're playing in those passing lanes and getting those turnovers. That's going to be the key in this game. If Bulls can get those turnovers and play that active defense, hit their shots at a good clip. The Bulls, I really do. I don't think that this is going to be as big of a of a hole for them to dig themselves out of or as a, a game that the absence of Vooch makes itself as clear as it did in, in the last game. Um, again. That just that all comes down to the Bulls playing with heart, playing with playing that, that good quality defense, hitting their shots. And that's really what this one boils down to. That's it. I'm not saying that this is going to be easy win for the Bulls at all. I, and, I, and if I did say that earlier, I don't mean like they're just going to run away with this. But I mean, if they play their style, they play smart basketball, they're absolutely going to be in this like they have been in every other game. I think the Bulls are a, a way better team than the Los Angeles Clippers, um, even without Vooch. But that being said, those turnovers, anything else can turn this game hugely for the Chicago Bulls. Um, and so they're going to have to get that, of course, in order and see what they can do with that. Um, because it's not it's there's no nights off, especially on this West Coast trip. And the thing with the with this this five game stretch that the Bulls are in out on the West, I originally was hoping that they were going to be able to go three and two. Um, you can't go 500 in this. It's either going to be. Uh, more wins or more losses, but I really do think that they can still go that three and two. But they have to turn things around and get their shit in order. Um, and I, I and I think they can absolutely do that. I don't really think that's going to be an issue at all. Um, but at the end of the day, it remains to be seen. The Bulls have to go out there and prove it. Let me know down below what you guys think about the Bulls game against the Los Angeles Clippers tonight. What are some of the keys that you're going to be looking out for? I can say for me. It's going to be continued, like who gets those minutes? Tony Bradley didn't even cross 20 minutes, and I thought he was going to easily cross that in that last game. But like I said, it was because he wasn't really scoring effectively, and also the Bulls just didn't play very well after the second quarter in that game, after really the first quarter. Um, but, you know, how the Bulls continue to adapt to Vooch being out, do they change anything that, what, from what they did last game? Do we get more from, like, Alizé Johnson and, and the Bulls bench as well in scoring as a whole um, in general? All those things are going to be things that I'm looking out for tonight in this Bulls game. Let me know what you think down below. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And like I like to end every video on, go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.